So, uh, what, what are we drinking today? Oh, I've just whiskey just root beer. Oh. I, I was drinking last night, so I don't feel like it today. Oh, no, no, no. Is the hangover bad as well in our current age, William? Hangovers hitting you harder. You know well. what? I don't actually, I still don't get bad hangovers. Like, my stomach feels a bit topsy turvy, but like, that's about it. Topsy turvy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like somebody's put me, spin me upside down, and the, Dwayne the Rock Johnson has shake me and then put me back um, on my feet, and it's like, fuck my stomach. I get what you mean, though. My stomach is like the main culprit. I'm like the worst as well when I'm drunk, because once I finish drinking alcohol, I'm like, I need liquid. But like not 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 like a normal person will go grab water. I'm like I'm gonna have a glass milk. of milk. I'm gonna, a, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have a glass of coke. I'm gonna have a glass of water. I'm gonna have a glass of orange juice. And it's just like when I think what that must be doing in my stomach, all that combination of <laughs> shit yeah. mixing. I'm like, how the fuck am I not spewing out both ends like a fucking? Have, have, you, have you ever pissed yourself because of it, or like vomited during the night because like? No, I actually have a pint of milk after downing nah, a bottle. bottle. I actually haven't. I think I've only ever been sick because of too much alcohol. Like, yeah, like it or, just sort of lines your yeah, stomach, yeah. so you don't really get much of a hangover. I don't know the. It's oh, yeah. not the exact. Sure, it's like the whole like, thing of like have a glass of water, uh, no glass of milk before you start drinking because the milk lines your stomach. It's because yeah, yeah. it's like fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and it like lines your stomach food. so you don't get drunk as quick. Mm-hmm. No, it has to be. It has to be. Has has to have a high fat content because the fat just content eat some is big fat. Coats your coats your stomach, so that's why you don't get drunk as fast. A nice a nice pint of grease. Or just have like a whole pack of Haribos before because you know gelatin fat. Hello, Edward. Bed, bed is here. Hello. D, D. Ed is back. We got Sam who Big is Mass, and then Big Ed D. who is D. How are you anyway? The position. I've I will be going from Cad I'm Monkey to Britain. Cad Gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> they fed me after midnight. <laughs> okay, okay. Also, hence, can we also appreciate the fact that gremlins biggest overlord? It says don't feed them after midnight. But what is the window of you can't feed them after midnight before that's it becomes true. morning again? It's always it's always midnight somewhere, baby. Yeah, I know. It's but th- that's the thing. Like it turns midnight, you don't feed them after midnight. So what? The first day they're born, they don't they eat throughout the day, and then the first day, like once they've had their first day of life, they're just no longer allowed. I, to be fed I, I reckon again. like six a.m. is a good time. Because people wake up at six a.m. It's like it's like the people say, "Oh, ghosts come out at three a.m." That's why people wake up at three a.m. during the night. Because I don't know. Should I, should I should I ask the one in my cupboard? Oh, I dear. think the lesson we need to take from Gremlins is that time is a construct. Uh, hello, Russell oh. Brand. <laughs> <laughs> time, you see, is a construct. It's a ma- man-made thing made to fuel the capitalist <laughs> agenda. Time doesn't run out. It, it, time is endless. <laughs> It's to fuel the big wigs up in their big mansions, trying to manipulate the humans. I do love Russell Brand, unironically. I give him shit, but he's a, he's a... Oh, God. That belongs on the soundboard, I think. <laughs> the communists. The capitalists. And the liberals. <laughs> you sounded like fucking, um, what's the German guy from fucking Mandalorian? I would have. Oh, if, <laughs> is, is there a fourth one I could say? Because then I feel like you could do like Avatar intro, like 
communists, the centrists, and the liberals. <laughs> and the liberals. <laughs> <laughs> the four nations lived in peace. I love that, man. I love it. What's he famous for? He did like a really weird documentary back in the day. He I was married to Katy Perry. About, just... <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I remember. And then he was on Bake Off. Oh, no, what about Werner Herzog? <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought you meant you Russell Brand still. I was like... The boy is like I mean, 85 or something. <laughs> I was, all right. Yeah. Banging Katy Perry. Oh, Russell, My bad. what are you doing? Katy Perry. He's a very lovable man. Oh, no, Katy Perry's all right. I was thinking of Katy Perry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> We're just getting everyone What's wrong with that today. <laughs> You've got your animating glove on. Oh, the, the Wacom glove yeah it's just it's just fun yeah. it's it's not even a complete glove it's just fun to like it's look at it it's not a glove it's nah. a half glove he's like What's he's that? like curly from mice and men he needs to have that fucking glove on all the time oh my god that's soft jacob's just trying to like present himself as the intellectual mice yeah. and men was actually quite dope okay spoiler either. alert to the audience lenny kills george that's not what happened no! yeah i don't know who that is can I pet the rabbits, George? We read an inspector called. That's what we read. Yeah. Um, I read, we, I had read to, we had to do about mice the and socialists. Macbeth the and an inspector calls. In the liberals. It was a weird plot line. Just like, oh yeah, all this shit happens and then it's not real. It's a dream. And then it's not a dream. I'm like, cool. And the ti- the ti- another time timey wimey wibbly wobbly thing. It would have been just as effective if they had just like stuck to their guns and just like been, yeah, this is reality. It has been reality from the start. We, instead of just making it so convoluted. I think they were just trying to flash out a <laughs> twist. Tiny it's thing. not a dream. Because like, the book's only like 50 pages long, I swear. It's tiny. It's like a pamphlet. What, Inspector like, Calls? I don't know. Maybe they're trying to flash out. Yeah, it's, it's a play, tiny. isn't it? Like, that's oh, baby. the way it's yeah, done. It was... I'm pretty sure it's a play. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a musical theatre. Nice. The worst thing is, I don't even remember what happens in it. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, I don't remember anything about my like education. The plot is, Will, the girl died and it was your fault, right? Basically. It was your fault. You trying to figure out whose fault it was. I was responsible for her accidental death. No, it was death. yours. And yours, yeah, Richard. It's you, the reader's fault. It's you, the reader's yeah. fault. Yeah. And yeah, you are the ways. problem. Enjoying that whiskey, Richard. Not really. i remember i was once in a club in oxford and i was really drunk and i for some reason in my head like i'd lost all my mates and i was like i'm gonna get myself a whiskey so i went and got a whiskey in a fucking club (laughs) it cost it must have cost me like stupid amount of money because whiskey Mm. in a club just doesn't make sense and i literally went and sat on some chairs and just sat and drank this whiskey, hating it because I don't like whiskey, but thinking I was super cool, sat there drinking whiskey in my drunk state, and then went and found my friends. And it was like, oh, where's Will Bean? I was just uh, drinking whiskey. <laughs> I've, yeah, I literally did the same thing. I, like, I turned 18 and I was doing some work at home and my parents, my family went off to, on holiday and I met them in France. So I took a ferry on my own. And then I was like, I've just turned 18. I'm gonna to go to the bar. I'm gonna order like my first proper drink. <laughs> and I just ordered like neat double white rum. <laughs> and just drank that at the bar. 
And I just remember thinking, Christ, is it all like this? Is it just, just watching the magic show on the um the Don Draper over here? Fucking hell. Yeah. That's so funny that it's just the second you turn 18, like, yes, this is what being a man is like. All I know is <laughs> double white and cigars. How old were you when you actually genuinely liked beer? Because so many people I know for a fact were pretending to like beer. Uh, I've always liked beer. That's what they that's what they wean people off of milk in Poland. Yeah. <laughs> they give them I was drinking beer. beer as soon as I came home with my mum. <laughs> I'd say it was probably around 21 for me. Like I just used to exclusively drink fruity ciders or just cocktails and just spirits. Oh. And fucking Lambrini, that was my staple. Yeah, I remember you buying so many bottles of Lambrini. Two, three bottles of Lambrini a night. It's fucking and hooch. sorted. And oh, hooch. Like yeah. iconic hooch. Hooch changed the game. I was. Tr- oh, you know what? Sorry. Just because we're talking about Richard, I was trying to explain to my parents today the whole it's nice. <laughs> And I was like, we just find him eating stuff, then we'd be like, why are you eating that? And your response to everything was, it's nice. <laughs> and it was like, okay, let's not question it anymore because he said, it's nice. It's frozen chips. It's frozen chips. It's nice. Frozen chips, though, honestly, that was like reinforced uh, on me as a child. Because like, I remember like when my mum would cook oven chips. Um, she'd be like, "Oh, do you want a frozen chip?" and like really presented to me as a treat, <laughs> like some kind of like savory popsicle. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I want a frozen chip." It's like and, a like, dealer. I was, like, like... <laughs> I was just like, "Yeah, this is this is nice." And like, I think I just got <laughs> I got, I got Pavlov into thinking that yeah, this is nice, and it's something that I still do to this this day. Your mum's just got one of those like trench coats and just opens it and it's just frozen <laughs> chips. In, individual individual <laughs> frozen chips in a packet. In little baggies. <laughs> yeah. the, the dinner time in the Siggy household is everyone just sat around the table just going, it's nice. <laughs> get, it is nice. It is nice. Who, it is nice. <laughs> Who gets the frozen chip today? There's it's only nice. ever one. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like a fight to the death for the frozen nice. chip that week. Any kind of any outside talk at the table is forbidden. You can only comment. You can only comment on how nice something is. Gollum Go- nice. just comes in like super fat, the frozen chip. Yes, oh the precious frozen chip. That would five. That was five year old me. <laughs> Give me the frozen chip, oh, motherfucker. Can I yeah. just say, spot on, Will. Yeah. Gollum impression is the only impression Sounds I can impression. do, and it's the only one I will. Oh, actually, no, I can do Consuela. Consuela's all right. <laughs> well, from Family Guy. Yeah. Diabito want a cookie? We need more lemon pledge. No, no, no. You clean. You clean. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Mr. Jabba, no home. That's like ASMR. <laughs> we need more lemon pledge. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Japan go home. You buy, you buy. Is anyone else aroused? This is ASMR like a, a mother trucker. Hmm. I reckon I've got nothing on nothing on Richard's impressions of various different characters. I can do various different characters, but they're all mediocre. Well, you can do one and it's fucking one and one or two and it's like it's bang on. It's logo. It's like... 
No, yeah. I literally can't do anything. Damn it. I, wish I, was, I, had, I wish I had talent. You do That's a great I mean. impression of yourself, yeah. Jacob, don't you I can't worry. even, I can't, if I want to do a brav, like, I can't even do it properly. We do it better than you. Exactly. <laughs> we're like, we're so practiced in it. We do the imitation of Jakob better than he speaks himself. You, yeah, you do it better me than I can. Bro. No, to be fair, Sam does the best <laughs> one of Jacob, and then Ethan does. does the best laugh impression. Oh, he fucking does, yeah. Oh, I fucking hate that impression. <laughs> it's the way Sam is one well at the same time. I still <laughs> don't see it. I still don't it's see fine, it. It's fine, man. It's like you're famous. It's so good. It's just a celebrity. I don't see it. I don't see it one bit. <laughs> <laughs> I have one testicle. Jacob, we've all seen everything between your legs. Okay. So that was a cold open. What do you mean you've okay. all seen my testicles? <laughs> While you were sleeping, we lived with you. We all just crept into your room and, like, yeah, took a peek. And then Richard was like, it's nice. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think the other one went? It's one of uh, Richard's weird, <laughs> weird, weird, weird <laughs> he, he knew it was a one-time thing. <laughs> I always wanted to try human flesh. Had to get the prime cut. Oh my goodness! Right, let's do this properly then. How did how did you lose your testicle? Then I actually was a kid, and I was what what are they called? Um, those things were like they swing. You one's on one end, one person's on the other end. Like a penis. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. So I was on that, and like I stood up when my friend like went in really hard and pushed it down, and it went straight up my balls, and like one of them just straight up out. your balls. Good yeah, lord! Yeah, straight up my it popped straight, out. Yeah, my out of the sack. Yeah, it just popped. It, it popped inside the sack, and then I had to go and get oh, an operation. Burst like a bag of. Gold. Yeah, it was. It was. It was painful. Okay. And now I have one testicle that's half broken, so I don't know. Half yeah, broken. The explosion sort of took the other one with him. So you not able and to you struggle kids, making ex- explosions of your own after that incident? I do, but they're all just blank. Talking about coming. Sometimes blood oh, in there. Okay. So you pew, pew. Yeah, plenty. You're firing blank. And it comes out fucking Sometimes green for blood. some reason. It's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it, See, I was starting not, to doubt you, you, you up until that no, point. You, know, you, know, you couldn't make that up. You know the colour of like a first poop that you have, like as a as a child, when you get when you when you're born. Yeah, you I, have, like, I, remember, I remember. I remember it vividly. Yeah, it's, so, but, <laughs> so I have no perception of what colours are, but that's green. <laughs> <laughs> it's like green, are yellow, you, brown. Are you saying? Are you saying after you lost your testicle, you now come shit? Yeah, it's pretty much like that. Even smells <laughs> like it. He's actually just evolved to another but plane of existence like... to the point that his cum is radioactive. Yeah. <laughs> I basically produce heroin from my cock, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's addicting. By the wow. way, just, just as wow. a little thing, just, please don't keep this in the podcast at all, please. Psych! Psych! Please don't even <laughs> don't put it in. Come for to any future employers out there listening to this podcast, please hire us. My name's Jeff. <laughs> yeah. We should refer to ourselves by our, our drunk alter ego names. It's just, it's just Sam massive, is the it? only one. Mass. Who is the... Uh... Yeah. No, I, I think I've got Steamy Roy. <laughs> you do? 
Steamy Roy. Roy. Ed has Ed is one of the very few Steamy people Roy. that has witnessed Steamy Roy in his element. <laughs> no, we got emotional we got emotional Ed. Ed. We got emotional it's Ed. Bed. Not, emotional, emotional Ed is bad. It's sentimental Ed. Yeah, but to be fair, he's like that whenever he drinks. Oh, sentimental Ed. There you go. Yeah, that's sentimental. The he is the, the best thing about Ed is he's so consistent because every time he gets drunk, he does say to you, I love you, man. I love you, man. Every time, no, without fail. If you want to feel good about yourself, just talk to Ed when you're drunk. Just come to Ed. It's I'm so afraid of my feelings. Ed, yeah. He'll give you a hug, look in your eyes, it's and what say, I look forward I love to you. every time we go out. I know it's coming at some point, it's just when. And the excitement you know of the yeah. I love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> You've got this. <laughs> You're doing, You're doing great. great. Just being <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, bullshit, by the way, Jakob. Yeah, I'm calling bullshit. bullshit on that. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's yeah, it's bullshit. Um. <laughs> yeah, let's introduce the podcast and let's <laughs> keep that in. Thank you. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to the Showered Eggs podcast. Jakob has only one nut. And he <laughs> And he's the only one here who remembers the colour of their poo when they're an infant. <laughs> Just as a quick disclaimer, all of that was so you're false telling me not you true. don't remember it's, the colour of your Why are you chatting out your ass, mate? That's crazy. I may chat out my ass, but at least I don't shit out my cock. No, I thought I I feel like no one does, but I've seen videos. No, wait. I've seen. They made I a read book books. about the crew of you or shit specifically. <laughs> yeah, I, I just know. There's a, his, there's a historical document that keeps <laughs> record of all know. of Jacob's coloured poop. It's a it's... colour chart. It's like a Pokedex. It's Encyclopedia of Scientific Anomalies. Uh, it took us eight episodes and it's we'd reduced the toilet humour. I really. I'm proud of us guys for making it this far. I didn't think we would, but like. Beep, beep, boop, boop. <laughs> Comedy. I think that's it. That's just the title of this episode. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Oh my god. Gotta be. Listen to us talk about pee pee poo poo for an hour. Yeah. Poo poo coming out our pee. <laughs> In Jacob's case. What? Why would I say that? All right. Wait. Cool. Okay. It's time for another introduction. Ed, take it. Take it. <laughs> Take Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to the Shambled Eggs podcast. Here with me tonight, I have Ethan, Jakob, Will, Richard, and my name's Ed. I think tonight we're going to do a sort of um, Would I Lie to You episode. So, for not those who are not familiar with that, not a sponsor, um, no relative. But uh, basically, we're going to make a statement. And it's up for everyone else to decide whether that is true or false. Yeah, trying to. Okay. Yeah, so I've got I've got a few queued up, and I I feel like I've told at least some people, um, a couple of them, but um, I think the main reason for me including them is just because they're funny. I think they make good <laughs> material. Um, so I'll start with. Uh, I had to clean up my mate's shit from all over our apartment bathroom in Ayanapa. 
True question. <laughs> Where's Ayanapa? Where, where is Ayanapa? Nobody knows. I've it's been a... to Ayanapa and I don't know where it is. If you think you've been to Ayanapa, no, you haven't. They're all paid actors. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Bermuda Triangle. Just... <laughs> no one makes it out. You get on a plane and it takes you there. You don't actually get to find out where it is. Ayanapa. It sounds great. It's in, it's in Cyprus, yeah. Um, yeah, and, uh, yeah. It, I hope that's all you need to know. Um, so I assume you guys went out on that night, did you? Yeah. So what it was, um, it was my first lads' holiday, um, my first rodeo, and we, uh, I think it was a lot of our first rodeos. To be fair, so we're a little bit naive, and our rep pushed one of those classic. Oh, uh, they were like season passes or whatever, not season passes, but um, one of those big event past things uh, wristbands yeah that's the word um like you pay 200 300 euros to go to these events get you know uh, fast fast track queues free drinks all that sort of bullshit only to find out that these are the worst clubs on the strip um and the free bar that you're offered is only active for like one drink or something like that there's always a caveat somewhere but you know we didn't find that out until too late and we were kind of like, well, we've paid 200, 300 euros for this now. So let's just make the best of it and get um, our money's worth. So I think it was two days in. So barely scratching the surface of a holiday. We went to this UV paint party that had a free bar. And it was a free bar uh, by all definitions. And how it worked was, I think the free bar was active for around two hours. But then after that, I think they only served you free drinks if you had a golden cup uh i cannot remember the criteria you needed to get a golden cup but my mate who i will not name um i will call him alan uh <laughs> was it you really is it a lie and this I'm, happened to you? <laughs> i'm projecting so alan managed to <laughs> somehow wrangle one of these gold cups and just abuse the fuck out of it uh to the point where he was up against the wall, clutching his stomach and spewing into the water fountain and over other people. Uh, so he was just collapsed to a point where he was just collapsed on the floor, basically. Uh, and I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to get this guy home because he is just not lucid. Uh, he's not with us in the realm of the living. So uh, I couldn't find any of my other mates in the club. So I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to drag him home myself. Uh, Round about halfway home, I ran into some guys that lived not lived, but uh, we're in the apartment opposite us. And they were like, oh, yeah, we'll help you take him back. They were, they were really nice. And got him back in. And I was like, all right, mate. Uh, yeah, there's the toilet. You go do what you need to do. I'm not going to ask any questions, but you go and do that. <laughs> um, and I was like, okay, cool. I've, I've sorted that. Um, so I went out and chilled on the balcony for a little bit. Uh, and I was just, after about five minutes, I was like, oh, you're right, Alan. Are you coping all right in there? I turned the corner and there is shit everywhere. There is shit somehow on the walls, on the floor, on the toilet and in the bath. And I, I for a good two, three minutes, I'm just stood there speechless. Like, what the fuck am I meant to do in this situation? What is my first, what avenue do I approach this from? And while I'm stood there speechless, my mates come in through the door. They've obviously come in none the wiser, enjoyed their night, uh, unlike some of us. And they're like, oh, what are you doing back so early? And uh, I say, boys, uh, 
I think you want to prepare yourselves for the sight you were going to witness when you turn this corner. And they were like, oh, like they were just like, just laughing it off, like, what are you on about? And then I just saw their faces drop <laughs> the second they turned the corner. And they were like, holy shit. Um, so the next probably 20 minutes was spent just in interrogating my mate on why he decided to do this. <laughs> Uh, force feeding him a modium so that he would just stop shitting, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we inevitably thought, "Fuck it, we have to clean this up because we're going to get footed the bill if you know the cleaning ladies find this." Uh, so we basically just chucked a load of vodka on the floor. Uh, we had these little bandanas uh, that we just soaked in vodka, wrapped around our faces to block out the smell. And yeah, we had to... so you were just smelling vodka throughout that whole time. Yeah, yeah. It was... <laughs> and um, we had to sacrifice two of the hotel towels as well, just to you know clean it all up. And yeah, that that was something. All the all the while, we just had the shower running on him, um, <laughs> basically waterboarding him in the bath. <laughs> and um, oh my he, he didn't have a, he didn't have a fucking clue what was going on. Bless him, he was terrified. I think because there's such a long-held... I don't know whether it's a falsehood or not, but it's a long-held old wives' tale, I guess, for lack of a better term, that the Russian mafia run Ayanapa. He saw us with these bandanas on, and in his drunken state thought we were part of the mafia and we'd come to take him away for shitting all on their bathroom floor. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And, um, yeah, so it was a whole thing. We had to clean it all up, and yeah, we it was like daylight by the time we finished. It was like seven, eight a.m. Uh, we were just like out on the balcony smoking, just like what the fuck have we just had to do? It was like it was like the scene in Breaking Bad where they have that's... to clean that body that's melted through the floor. <laughs> and um, yeah, that was my second yeah. night in Ina. Yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah, that was too much for that for it to not be true. <laughs> that's yeah. definitely true, a hundred percent. It was so much detail. It's so much shit going the root on of that, that it has to be true, a hundred percent. The root of There's that story no like resonates that up with me as well. Because literally, like when we went, because I went to Napa as well with my mates, and that wristband thing is such a fucking con. Like, yeah. so when when you get there, if you go with like Thomas Cook or whatever, um, they uh, the reps like pick you up from the airport. Then on the bus there, they're like gassing you all up and getting you excited and chatting to you on the bus and getting you all hyped and the moment you get to your hotel so there was like 20 lads in the group that i was i went with they like escorted us all to one of the rooms had us all sat down and were like right guys we're gonna tell you about this really good deal we've got we haven't told anyone else we haven't told told anybody else nobody else gets this just you guys but they were like literally like trying to sell us this idea and we were all looking at each other like we've literally just got here and you're trying to get us to drop 300 quid on this thing when we've already paid such and such money for the hotel like and it was like we literally had to like ask them to leave the room so we could discuss and we all immediately were like nah we're not fucking doing this shit like people people were like pulling their phones out googling it and being like yeah this is a scam don't do it don't do it this is a scam so we didn't do it from the rest of the holiday, the reps wanted nothing to do with us. Like we could see yeah. the groups that had bought the wristbands, and they'd like hang out with them by the pool and like go and like chat to them all day. But for us, they just fucking ignored us, which was kind of kind of good in a way. 
I was going to say, that's the dream. Like, all they ever did with us is just hound us, asking us to rate them five stars on fucking <laughs> Thomas Cook or whatever it was. Nah, definitely a scam. And yeah, I can confirm that that was indeed true. Yeah, because it was like, it would get you into like the quote unquote main events. Yeah. But, and the free bar, like you said, like it was like the first two hours of the bar, the, the like event would be like an open bar. Mm. But the thing is, the, the, the hours that it would be free for were the hours that people were still preying and not going to the event. And it would be a tiny bar as well. So you had virtually no fucking chance of getting more than two drinks in the whole two hours just because there's that many fucking people. So this was basically like my experience of this is that in between is yeah it was it was that, like. in between this has always been a very accurate representation of uh, life as an adolescent and young adult growing up in the UK mm-hmm. and yeah it the, the movies definitely hold true in uh, yeah yeah what it's like to go on a lad's holiday just like dead dead bars on this yeah sort of like busy strip um, getting a shit apartment yeah the toilets don't work yeah. yeah. Horrible fish bowls. Man, I missed out on that. Really? I never went on like a lad's holiday. I never, I know, yeah, I never went on like shambled eggs on the lads. Yeah. Well, yeah, we know what we're doing next year when we can fly out. Yeah. yeah. We, we'll get a villa. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're too, no, we're think, too old for this it's... shit. I'm glad that I experienced it at least once, but I would not do that shit again. Yeah. Like, no chance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I like the whole, you know, spending time with my mates in, like, you know, a sunny setting, but, like, I think just going clubbing every single fucking night is horrible. It's just... Because you spend the whole time... Because, obviously, you're you're out partying every night. You can't... You can't... It's not worth having a hangover because, you know, you fall behind. Uh, you have to spend several hours recovering so you just end up drinking all day every day just to outrun the hangar so you can maximize your time you know spent going out and shit and it's the thing just is horrible. i didn't have a single hangover because we would go out every night really but the clubs were so hot and sweaty you'd leave the club about yeah. six in the morning and walk home and you would be sober because you would have sweated the alcohol out of your system mm. because the, the drinks in the club are so expensive you just preed hard. Like, I think it was like 10 euros for like a single or like a pint in some of the clubs. It was oh ridiculous. God. Yeah. I think a lot of my time, and this is probably why I had so many hangovers, is just like walking around outside because we'd end up getting separated. I'd be helping my mate tie his shoes or whatever, that sort of thing. I was like kind of the shepherd on that holiday a little <laughs> bit. Um, yeah. It was all it was all very hectic, but uh, yeah, I'm glad I did it. But uh, I wouldn't do that shit again. I think I'd rather go somewhere just like a lot more, you know, slower pace where I can just sort of do what I want. Tight down. Yeah, man. Who's who wants to talk about their? Uh... I don't know. My, I, I, nothing I can think of really lives up to cleaning my mate's shit off the hotel floor and bath. What you the hell is vodka? <laughs> Yeah, I did this one time. Um, this girl in sixth form, she was having a house party, and it's probably one of the bigger house parties I've ever been to. She was minted, really wealthy parents, and um, they had a huge garden, really beautiful. And they had um, this sort of, I guess you call it like a Wendy house. It was just like a somewhere the dad stored all these like sort of arcade games, cool. 
but that's where we were all allowed to sort of like um, crash at the end of the night. Fucking hell. But it was just so hectic. And I just got so blasted that um, I was verging on not hallucinating, but I stumbled in to the, um, the outhouse thing before everyone sort of settled in for bed. And I saw what I assumed could only be shit all over the floor. <laughs> it smelt or something, but I mean, it was probably mud, right? But I was so convinced that I went around telling everyone I could get hold of at the party. People you banning <laughs> Hey, long time listen. Shit everywhere. Because <laughs> yeah. I knew everyone was going to sleep there. Yeah. And then because by the time we all went got into the building, like there was just like someone had stepped the mud all over the floor. Yeah. And then people started telling their mates until it got to the point where the girl who was hosting had to get everyone in at the end of the night, shut them up and sit down and say, look, I don't know who's been saying that there's shit all over the floor, but it's not. It's just mud. We've cleaned it. <laughs> there's no shit. A full debrief. Oh, so when they, you went back to six four, yeah. there weren't rumours going around. Like a reverse intervention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. So, it's almost like the reverse of your story. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's how that went. That was true, by the way. It was true. Oh, is that was that your thing? I didn't know if you just tacking on to the end of mine. Well, no, it was like, just it was just a one. Yeah. It was just a one. Yeah. yeah. Should this episode just turn into shit stories? I guess so. Yeah, I think that's, <laughs> that's where the inevitable direction this is heading. Yeah. What about you, Ethan? Um, mine, I'll say my statement of, I'll keep it simple for now. Mm. Um, so before uni at a camp out, I pulled a tree out of the ground and with said tree, I, um, accidentally knocked someone out. (laughs) How big was this tree? I I can't remember. (laughs) I I was off my, my face. But I did manage to pull this out. What were you doing with the tree? Just spinning around in a circle with it? No, no, no. All right. So I is a camp out in this local wood bit, and um, I'd like walked off. Um, hang on, we'll go wait for Jacob. Ah, oh, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have um, to. So I, I was just like Solve wandering around in a little bit of the woods, um, off my tits, and I just grab onto like a tree. I think it must have been like not that buried into the ground and I just pulled it um <clears throat> and then because we had to camp out we had a big ass fire so I'm like ah yes wood for fire I bring back to fire so I dragged this tree um it was fairly long and I dumped a, like half of it into this fire that we'd made um and everyone's like Ethan what the fuck what the fuck no so I then proceed to like all right I I, I had the plan of I will fold the tree into the fire because that makes sense. Fold the tree. So, was this a sapling then or was I, it like I, a girthy fire? I think it's like, like a, just a long, thin sort of... It's, it had girth to it for a little tree. It's uh, a big stick. Big stick. So yeah. I, I went to the other end and I was like, I'll fold it. So I lifted it up and it snaps and it hits someone on the head and knocks them out. Wow. <laughs> Were they okay? Um, so no long lasting effects. They're like, "Holy shit! What the fuck? What the fuck?" And I was, and I'm just like, "Don't worry, I've done first aid. He's gonna be fine." 
I get down <laughs> and I'm like, you know, you, 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 you. and then like he wakes up and I'm like, see, he's fine. There's nothing to worry about. He didn't turn into a tree no. boy. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, Ethan is the perfect definition of a man. I made a mistake. I will fix it. <laughs> but is that true? Kingship. Yeah, just just to say oh, that no, I, I, I thought it, what, the statement was true, Ethan. As soon as I as soon as I heard it, I feel like the description yeah, of, the, very, of these things have gone into. We all have a truth, so we explain it in immense detail, and it's true to no surprise. <laughs> You didn't even have to explain it to me. I just knew straight away because it's just such yeah, an easy yeah. thing to do. It's like when we first started uni, how you had like the ice cream cone and you were like putting it on your oh, head or something and fuck. just grabbed it off. Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't know how I'm told about the ice cream going. I I was topless. I remember most of first year. Being <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> it was Teased toilet out. roll. Oh fuck! Yeah, the toilet roll. I, that that you know? night was so funny. That that entire night because it was like we started off in mine and Leah's flat having a Halloween party. And I think we went to like five or like, you know, two or three different flats throughout they our They were building. all involved. Yeah, they yeah. were all involved. Oh, I remember that night. Was, was this crazy. the night? Was this the night I got into a fight with that guy over my Mario hat? No, no, that was, that was when it's we a, went to Casbah. That's a different Halloween. Huh? This, this was when we had the house party. Different Halloween, different Halloween, Richard. Okay. Which year? This was first that was, year. This was first year. Although in first year we had multiple Halloween nights. We I was going like, to say that, yeah, because we had yeah. like, the Eagles costume at Casbah, hmm. which That's I still have to this day, and I still love the fact <laughs> I've got an uh, an IKEA children's eagle costume. And then we oh, had yeah, a that night was at Casbah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't remember had... anything from that. That was night. second year. We I had a night at ours. Year, the Eagles. No, that was no, because Callum was there. Yeah. That was first year, yeah, that was first year. Big man, was, big man was there. A sweet Scottish boy. And then Alistair also died that night. He ended yep. up in Kelly's flat. Yep. Dying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember, yeah. I was it's a rare there when he, we were like putting When it happens, you know it. <laughs> he seems to get sort yeah, of absolutely. both violent and more subdued at the same time. I don't know how. Definitely. He he just he locks himself in the bathroom, lies on the floor, and then gets annoyed at anyone checking <laughs> if he's okay. <laughs> he just goes. Um, uh... <laughs> uh, I love it. God, God love him. I'm thinking about what I could use as a lie, but like I have a lot of stories, but they all sort of like are about me, and they're very embarrassing. So I don't think uh, it's wise for me to share these uh, stories. Um, Pretend they're so about someone else. Thinking about things it's only that if it's true. Well, now it's... Uh, yeah, but that's the thing. They are true. <laughs> the embarrassing things can't hurt you, Jacob. They're not you real. You always tell us yeah. it's a lie at the end. Ah, guys, it's a lie. <laughs> I ate my dead grandmother. It's a lie, guys. <laughs> it's not true. I ate my testicle. <laughs> 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 It's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. No, unfortunately, I think you guys know all my... Fo- the, the issue is we are all so close when we were at uni. We All of our funny stories are either shared mutually, as in yeah. it happened with the others present, or I've definitely told you definitely what happened. So I, I've been a... I have failed this week and not brought anything to the table. 
Yeah, everyone in this call has witnessed my most character-defining moments, I feel. so. But, uh, I don't know. I really had to dig to try and find mine. I was racking my, racking my little brain trying to figure out what I hadn't told people. I still feel like I have told that story to people have forgotten, which has worked out in my favour. I once poo pooped, pissed, and vomited at the same time. Jakob's yeah, Jakob's <laughs> got evidence. Himself. Jakob has the evidence. <laughs> I've, I've, I've sneezed. Oh, <laughs> I've sneezed, farted, and burped all at the same time. That was a very oh, that that's, that's an experience. It was it, it like <laughs> happened, and it was like I I want to always remember slash always forget this has ever happened. It was like the most nice awful experience ever because it was like how have these how have the stars aligned to allow my body to do these three things at the same time things that on their own are actually quite nice but when they happen all at once isn't isn't a sneeze considered an orgasm oh it, yeah it releases the same chemicals oh, i love a good sneeze like, an orgasm. Yeah, like, but like much much minimum like levels of it compared to um oh, sneezing three times in oh, a row it's the what one, a treat oh, <laughs> oh, what a treat It'll baby triple. <laughs> I've heard if you sneeze far and burp at the same time, your body soft resets. Is this true, Will? <laughs> soft resets. <laughs> what? <laughs> like an iPhone. <laughs> you can do two at the same time. It takes a screenshot. If it does three, then your body if, soft resets. If, as a human, you ever glitch or freeze, make sure that you're, you get your body to do this and you reset and you can reboot. You return oh, battery settings. Um, no, but I, I, I wish thought... it was that easy. I had a shower thought the other day, right? I realized because of lockdowns and not being with anybody I have to impress, I've generally not held in a fart for a year. Like <laughs> I haven't held in a fart in like five five years. Fart. I farted in Leah's like second year house, 24-7 in front of Immy, Rachel, Kelly, with no fear whatsoever. I fought in the studio, but you, I did not care. I literally, I, I literally, the other day, I was like, sat in my room and I farted and I was like, you know what? I haven't had to hold in a fart for a solid year because I've been, we've been locked down and like not interacting with the type of people that I need to hold in a fart around. Like, <laughs> I never hold it in. I just let it fly out. It's a natural slide. bodily function. We shouldn't <laughs> be so taboo about it. That's, that's well, where I stand on violent. it. As, as my hero would say, it's better out than in. Amen. If you keep it in, it turns into Gandhi. <laughs> if Gandhi was green, yes. <laughs> he is Shrek. Has anybody ever oh. had any interesting bodily experiences? Probably. Uh, Too many, mate. I, I can't share them <laughs> on this. I can't talk about them. I can't talk about them. Oh, you, They're just way too inside. embarrassing. Way too embarrassing. What do you mean, interesting bodily experiences? Uh, like, your body's done something <laughs> and you've been like, what? <laughs> Did not do that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, legit. Like, those discovery of you discover your hidden talent. Like, the first time you did your hidden talent without realising you were like, oh shit, I didn't realise my body could do this. Uh, I think when I sort of, <laughs> when I was like, oh, this was something that would happen um, once in a blue moon. I'd like crick my neck and like there would be like air traps between like my neck and then like where it meets my shoulder and it would make a fart sound. <laughs> and I couldn't do it on command, but it would happen accidentally and I'd be like, holy shit, this is like new bodily function just dropped. Like I didn't know I could do this. <laughs> 
an update. I'd spend hours. I'd, I'd spend so long trying to like replicate it, but I could never do it, and it only ever happened like yeah, like I say, once in a blue moon. Yeah, can't remember last time. I, I guess it. it was cool finding out that like I can make my ears move. That was kind of cool. You can I do was, that. I'm excited that. about that. Isn't that genetic? Yeah, but one day you do just realize. That is because I'm more evolved than you. I'm more evolved than you. That's actually the true fact. If we were in the jungle, he, uh, Richard would get eaten by a jaguar. I'll use my, uh, I'll, yeah. my I'll use my ears <laughs> to hear with direction the like predator. Jacob could communicate with the jaguar, <laughs> and you'd get eaten. <laughs> <laughs> he flaps his ears and blows them away with a big gust of wind. <laughs> I guess it was also quite cool finding out that I can like burp the alphabet. That was yeah. that was cool. I, I'm well, trying to think as well because like not everybody can burp on demand. Like not everybody yeah. can. So like I would love to know like my reaction the first day I realized I could do it, which was when I was very young. So I don't remember it. I have to swallow air. By the way, just to let you guys know, it's like it's like a throat movement. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you have to like right, we don't, you take yeah, air in. It's, it's a throat movement. Yeah, yeah. This is descending. But yeah, let's not gravity. Let's, so let's cool. not, but... <laughs> this episode of the podcast, boys discuss bodily functions, <laughs> <laughs> including and shit, piss, pee, pee, wee, wee. <laughs> the holy trinity. <laughs> you say mm-hmm. piss and pee, pee. <laughs> piss, shit, and pee, pee, wee, wee. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> yeah, we had some toilet humor today. Who doesn't love a bit of toilet humor, though, right? Hi, guys, and welcome to the sixth intro to the podcast. This week, we're going to discuss toilet humor. Pee <laughs> pee, wee wee, piss piss, woo woo. Anyone that pretends they're too good for toilet humor is a pretentious fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're missing out on a level of enjoyment. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Boy, howdy. Have you got any uh, stories you wish to share, Ethan? Because I don't know what this is anymore, so I think it's literally just stories around the campfire. I... Proverbially. Off the top of my head, I can't think of anything. Like, there's many I have, and have experienced, and have done. Mm. I mean, like, there's, I think, you know, the classic of nearly having a fight with a homeless person before... Oh, yeah! Parkour through Coventry Highway. But that's more that's that that's the classic that you guys all have heard. Um, you had a recognition that you are speed. <laughs> no, it was more like we had nowhere else to go, and like Rachel was just there, like Ethan up here, and then we just we we ma- we managed to get onto the highway. I don't know where because everywhere we looked, or at least every time I went around commentary, thinking is like where exactly did we do it? I don't understand how we did it. There's nowhere I can find which is like yes, that must be. The one we climbed up because that looks the most feasible. None of them look feasible, but we did it. It just came from pure sheer will. Maybe we're on the top of the ring road. That's what I'm saying. That's what we got up to. We you yeah, were, we you? were yeah. like we. So I kept no. Uh, Rachel was going on a two night sesh. Um, no, two person sesh with her flatmate, and I was like, you know, with no persuasion, join them because it was going to be fun. Um. And then on our way back, me and Rachel were just getting followed by this homeless person into a car park to a dead end. And I'm, we're like, I'm like, fuck, I don't know where we're going to be able to go. Like, so I'm like gassing myself up. <laughs> like, I'm gonna, this guy might come at us with 
with some form of aggression or something so i've got to be prepared and rachel's just like laughing her head off and grabs me. he's like no ethan let's come on come on and then we just climbed something and we ended up on the highway overpass thing just amongst just just and just and then some we got home and then i just just waking up in the morning it's like did we did we parkour and we're like yeah yeah we did we, <laughs> we parkour. parkour. You would have been another one out for you, the cast that would have survived back in the caveman days. <laughs> Ingenuity, finding escape routes. So far, it's you and Ed, one, me, zero. Don't know how we're going to gauge Will and Jacob just yet. I mean, I used to, I know in first year, I used to pretend I'm an owl. Like, I used to climb trees and, like, do my owl noise. and like That could work. Just Camouflage. Just pretend I'm an owl, yeah. I don't know, other owls to eat. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what? What happened in first year? Like that—that's the first time that I was quite like light on my feet. Like I didn't have to, a lot of weight to carry because I was always like quite big. So in first year, I just used my athleticism to like just have fun, climb around the bins, climb on the trees, and just be a drunken mess all over. To be fair, that was my experience. Whenever I'm drunk, I, I've bones, never but... had the urge to climb something when I'm drunk. Oh, it's so fun! It's also where? running. It's so I remember fun. like before uni, like. It was running. Like, if I'd be drunk, I'm like, running is somehow not difficult. And then I'd run what probably wasn't actually that far, but I was going so fast. I was like, I must be traveling mm. miles at a time. Even, it's like a drug. Even when I, it's endorphins. Even when I was a kid, like, just running in the dark was always so much better. Like, you feel like you're going so much faster. <laughs> yeah. The you homeless man is going to get you. <laughs> the village I live with, live in. Live Who's with, live in, <laughs> live within. <laughs> I live within. Um, we are like on top of a hill, so like it's so windy. Like we're known for it being a very windy place. So our playground at school was just obviously a big barren playground, like every school in the UK. No equipment, no nothing. So we would we would line up and we would use the wind direction to speed us up. And we would literally have kids falling like flat on their faces because the wind was so strong and they couldn't contain their speed. <laughs> they would just fully stack onto the floor, onto the concrete because did the you, wind took them. Did you like open up your coats like, like, <laughs> yes! like Gerald and just like yeah, catch, yeah, the yeah. Wind, catch the updraft? Like, I am parachute. <laughs> Take yeah, me well, further I remember, wind. I remember doing the exact same thing on a blustery day. I remember all the. I remember a game I was used to play in high school was like it wasn't even really a game. It was just pretending to be a bat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, was <literally> just, <laughs> it was literally just getting. It was me and my friend, like me and my mates, just like we'd get our coats and like pull them over our heads. Like we'd, you know, when you oh, I know the one, and, like you pull them up over your head, so yeah. like it's coming over like a hood. Or, oh, like, and you were yeah. like. You were like crabs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We do that, but then flap our arms and be like, "We'd." <laughs> At the end of break, like all throughout break, it would be nighttime. But then when the school bell went and it was end of break, we'd be like, "Oh, daytime, daytime!" And then flap our wings and run away and find somewhere shady, <laughs> just to like. And sorry, and that, back. and that. And that was in high school, was it? <laughs> no, it was primary oh, was school. <laughs> this is how we're going to get the girls, boys. <laughs> we, we used to play a game in primary school. Um, you know those plastic tennis rackets? Like, 
Yes. And we just have them everywhere. Oh. Yeah, we used to. Pre- yeah, I don't think that. We one. just pretend they were like assault rifles, obviously. Um, <laughs> oh, 100%. Um, Every kid does. We, play, that. we <laughs> played a game called um, Toilet Flushes, where we were basically like, okay. we were a cleaning product and we'd go get flushed down the toilet and have to like fight germs. For some reason, like this is <laughs> your favorite game. So, <laughs> we'd like Ghostbusters their ass with these like laser beams or whatever, and we go. I love that so much. Yeah. We're gonna fuck up these uh poo particles. <laughs> Bring it back round. It's gone full Wait. circle, boys. <laughs> oh oh my god! Okay, okay. This has got me an back idea. For... Did every school have their own made-up game? Because we had we had one called the Spy Game, and it was literally <laughs> us pretending to be different characters and fighting. But we always called it the Spy Game, and we would literally like be it. in lessons passing notes like Spy Game at lunchtime. <laughs> like oh, that's so cool. And we literally uh, like pass notes like I'm going to be this character, and I'm I'm like I'm going to be Optimus Prime, and so and so would come back and be like I'm going to be Pikachu, and it was always just known as the Spy Game. We had something similar in like when someone would pick the character that you wanted to be because they were like the strongest, you'd be like, Oh, I'm Mr. Incredible's dad and he's even stronger. <laughs> or something like that, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm Dr. Octopus's dad. <laughs> we, ne- we never really had anything like that. I mean, I grew up in Croydon, so it's a bit different. <laughs> yeah. I swear, Jacob, I remember you telling me the story about how when you were in when you were still living in Poland, you were like six or seven or something, and like you I think you, was it your uncle took you to like a uh, football game and they started Oh yeah the opposite team side open firing on each other with fucking guns. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. So basically it was like what? it was like two very Polish rival teams like playing football, and that was the first football match that I ever went to. And like the the opposite team lost, and like as soon as they lost, they brought out like guns and started shooting each other. And like the 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 SWAT like the SWAT got called in with like the tank that has like the um water gun on top of it. So like I was running with my uncle, we were like running for it, and like this like massive like group of like twenty SWAT men just run towards us, and like I I just I just I just like buckled and I like dropped, and like they were just stepping over me, and one of them just like grabbed me by the hood, lifted me up, and like took me outside, and just like. I pissed myself at that point because I was so scared. Well, you witnessed the firefight. I, I... Did you witness like a gunfight then? Like, yeah, pretty what much. People fuck? were shooting. It's yeah. <laughs> fucking crazy. I remember telling you in like second year of uni, I was like, "Nah, you're bullshitting." Yeah, no, nah, it's it's hundred percent true. And uh, the thing is, I'd never seen it, like I didn't see anybody like die or like get shot. By I heard their pow, pow, and everything. Wow. Yeah. So I had to walk back home with wet pants and a and a crying <laughs> to my uncle. What happened? Oh, <laughs> Why? Are you sure it wasn't those those things that you spin around in your hands and they make like the clacking noise that they sometimes <laughs> use? Like... <laughs> I, I, well, if that if that was the case, I don't think the SWAT would have came to tell him to stop. <laughs> wow, they must have been they must have been all yeah, cool like pretty quick. If you were I mean, still in the fair, stadium, like, if you go to like. If you go to, yeah, we were still in the stadium, yeah, but if you go to, like, my, where I grew up, like, there's a lot of graffiti of, like, the actual name of, like, the football club. So, like, imagine you're in, like, Croydon or, like, in London and you just see, like, graffiti of, like, Arsenal, like, on every building. 
That's basically mm. how it is there. Because like very like yeah. Yeah, so yeah, they, yeah. I imagine yeah. they probably just anticipate events like this, so they're waiting on standby yeah. for shit to go oh, down. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean it was a cool experience, I guess. It was it was <laughs> it's a nice way to sugarcoat a very traumatizing event that happened to Jacob you. just being like yeah. chaperoned around the place thinking this was a fun day out like not aware of the, not aware of the imminent danger that could be coming at him at any second I mean that was definitely like a core core memory that was like unlocked was your uncle like, like a whenever... fucking bodyguard or something like nah mate I lost my uncle because my uncle got like taken by the SWAT like he got like beaten up by the SWAT <laughs> And I got just what? carried out by them. I was wait. I was waiting on the side, like by the gate, for like maybe 10, 20 minutes for him uncle. to come back. Yeah, pretty much. What? For nothing, just yeah. It was an interesting time. Yeah, that's insane. And since then, I never. Right, hi guys, it's Ed. Um, apologies for that episode. I understand it got a little bit, a bit raunchy there. Down and dirty. Um, I promise we'll try and keep it clean and classy next time. Um, if you guys have any similarly filthy stories you want to share with us, please drop us a message our Instagram, Shambled Eggs Cast, or just drop us an email. Yeah, have a good time. Um, see you guys next week.